Happy Friday! <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to sing it. <laughs> but I'm sure that those on the worship team would still reject me. It's no big oh, deal. I'm okay. <laughs> huh? It's not rejection. It's not rejection. Um, in case you're wondering, I have an audience today. <laughs> an an in-studio audience. Anyway, happy Friday. We've made it. It's so bizarre. So bizarre. <laughs> Thank you, Vince. <laughs> that it's already Friday. I just don't know. I don't know where the days go. Anyway. This morning, Lisa Wallach, all the way from Connecticut. <laughs> I like to say it. Um, is with me this morning. She she hosted a couple of weeks ago while I was in Canada, as my children call it. And we like to we like to just say things the way we want to, I guess. And um, but anyway, so Lisa's back on with me. Because she's fun. So welcome, Lisa. Thanks for having me. Ah, you're so welcome. And we are still talking about a, a sound mind. I feel like we've been doing this. I feel like I have been on every day this week live. And um, and I'm starting to tire of my voice. But um, <laughs> but here we are. Um Lisa had shared a, a scripture with me that I think is a really great place to start. So I'm going to read it. It's Romans 12, um, verses 2 and 3 in the mirror translation. So if you're following along, we're, we're in Romans 12, verse 2, but I am reading out of the mirror. Can I call it a translation or is that offensive? I think you're good. Okay. <laughs> out of the mirror, people. Do not allow current... <coughs> religious traditions to mold you into its pattern of reasoning like an inspired artist give attention to the detail of god's desire to find expression in you become acquainted with perfection to accommodate yourself to the delight and good pleasure of him will transform your thoughts afresh from within gosh that's so good i love that i'm going to read it again Accommodate yourself to the delight and good pleasure of him will transform your thoughts afresh from within. So delighting, delighting in the very nature and essence of who God is transforms our thoughts. That's incredible. So for, for anyone out there that's like, I want that, you know, uh, we're feeling like God is, is saying, like, before you go any further, there are some things I want to deal with in your minds. And, um, and and a lot of it is is wanting to, to crush the areas where we have compromised in our minds. And, um, and and so if the question is, that's me, that's me, me. I want that. But how? Like, what do I do, God? Um, delight in his good pleasure. I, I love that. That's it seems so simplistic. And at the same time, we know that delighting in God is what brings about transformation. And, and it does, it transforms our thoughts. It actually begins to curate our thoughts when we are really delighting in God. And I want to read verse three, his grace gift inspires me to say to you that your thinking must be consistent 
with everything that is within you according to the measure of faith that God has appointed to every individual. Let the revelation of redemption shape your thoughts. Let the revelation of redemption shape your thoughts. And and I think that we get caught up in all of the peripherals and, and we lose sight of what he's done. But the revelation of redemption. So we're delighting in him and we're reveling in, in his redemptive win, right? And, and his redemptive power. And that is what will shape our thoughts. And, and I love that because that, that seems so simplistic. And, and something that I felt like God just dropped into my spirit a couple of days ago was um, in, in relation to warfare, spiritual warfare. And, um, and he was like, you can fight in your own power, in your own flesh, or you can fight with the fear of the Lord. And, and I love that because it was just this, this beautiful picture of the fear of the Lord going before us and, 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 and doing the work before we even get there. And, but the thing is, is that we have to properly delight in who he is. We have to properly regard him. He is both grace and love. And he is holy. And, and, and with that comes the fear of the Lord, which puts, which puts everything within us on notice or should anyway. And, um, and so that's, that's part of delighting in him is recognizing his fierce holiness and what it is that he stands for and to not tolerate the things that he won't tolerate. So jump in, Lisa. All right. Um, well, I was just, pondering like everything you were just saying and how it says according to the measure of your faith and what is just so awesome about that is like god even does that for us like he he is the source of the author and finisher finisher of our faith yeah amen so Mm -hmm. it's it's just i just love that i love that it's really just about um fully pressing into and, and accepting what's already been done for us on our behalf. And it's like, like just letting um, the, the word just like pour over and cleanse us over and over and over again, like just refreshing us and filling us. And um, I just think that like, it's, it's a decision, you know, like it's, 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 it's decision after decision after decision that we have to make to become, to align with what he is saying. Like we, we have, like you said before, like we've just become like lazy, lazy, Mm -hmm. like we're just become lazy. And, and there's so much that is offered to us through him. If we'll just um, let, let him be who he says he is and, and, and become who he says we are. Yes. Yes, that's so good. And, and I, oh, good morning, Virginia. Virginia, I need to see you in the flesh. <laughs> oh, I, I miss you. Um, anyway, um, that, yes. Uh, and, and how, how does desire begin? I think that, that we need to, to even look at that. Like, how does desire even begin? Well, the Bible actually tells us that, that God plants 
that within us that that it's it he even authors that so we have to lean into him for even the desire that the starting line to to even know what it is that that we're after and i think so often and i know i've told this story before but um i have to mark my spot um uh, there is this there is this time frame of my life several years back where there was a perfume that got, that John had given me when we first got married and I loved that perfume and for whatever reason and it was probably more than a, a decade later that all of a sudden I needed that perfume again <laughs> <laughs> and and I was being ridiculous. Like they don't sell it in the stores anymore because it's that old. And um and so I, I started like searching for this perfume and I needed to have this perfume. And then one day God just broke through those thoughts, right? And he was like, Do you even understand your desire? And and so so often we have this desire that's bubbling up in us and it attaches itself to to a memory. And, and so that's what was happening. And he revealed that for me. He's like, this, that you're, you're longing for, you've assigned it to the wrong thing. You've assigned it to a past memory, but what you're really wanting is to be surrounded by fragrance, by my fragrance. And I put that desire in you to be surrounded, enveloped by the fragrance that I exude. And, and so I think that we've got to be my, and this is why, this is why scripture tells us that we have to take every thought captive, not, not to judge and decide which ones are evil, every thought so that, so that it, it's submitted and it's rightly shaped by the hands of the Lord so that we can better understand what, what that desire that has turned into a thought is all about, or we will assign it to something and, and begin to desire and run after that thing, chase that thing down. And that's really just a distraction. So we have to be careful to, to take captive all the thoughts and, and submit it to, which is fun. I mean, really, we can delight in that also. It's fun to be able to pull down thoughts and be like, what does this even mean? And it's, it's his delight to examine thoughts with us and to, to open those up and show us like everything that they hold. Yeah. Wow. I love that. Um, I was just, I was just considering something that you shared Sunday that really uh, stood out to me. And I feel like I'm actually like in the middle of this moment, even right now, um, which is that, that he is wanting to um, to just shape our mind and 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 to have the mind of Christ so much so that no matter where we're at, no matter what situation we're in, that we can stop and have a praise fest with just him and us. Yeah. And and it's like because we're God is moving us, you know, uh, individually, corporately, um, is is to be in situations where like everything's not going to be this perfect setting with everything. Like we're going to have to, we're in, you know, warfare even at times, like we're going to have to be able to, to have, be able to do that, to be able to just because, um, you know, the praises of his people, like, you know, like, and it's like when there's distractions going on around, I have a choice. Am I going to focus on the distraction? Am I going to let that get me off 
or am I going to be able to be laser focused on, on him and allow him to be lifted up? And, and, and so that's, that's just something that I felt like very shook by, like very much like, I want that. I want that God yeah. on Sunday. Yeah. So. Me too. I, I, I want that. And, 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 you know, when God was showing me that it was, it was in the middle of opposition and, yeah. and we of course think that we're capable of hosting our own praise fest in, you know, the safety of our own homes where there's nothing else going on. And, um, but, but can you do that in the middle of opposition? Can yeah. you take a praise break and, mm-hmm. and allow him to establish his throne and his authority in the middle of that, in the middle of the chaos, in the middle of the turmoil, when everyone is against you? Mm-hmm. And you stop and and offer up praise, extol his name in that moment so that he can firmly establish his throne because we know that he tells us. And this is so important. And I think that we overlook it all the time that he, he establishes his throne on the praises of his people. Yes. Because he's wanting to establish dominion in the middle of opposition because yep. that's how audacious he is. You know, he's the one that we know sits in throne laughing at his enemies. And if yep. he can laugh at his enemies, why not us? And I know I've told this story too. This was back in the, the fall. We were, um, it was Wednesday night in Topeka and, um, and I was not wanting to be there at all. And things were going wrong all around me. And, and I wasn't, I wasn't happy about it. I was mad and I wanted God to do something about it. And he's going, yeah, um, you first kind of thing, you know, <laughs> because he trusts us. We are his ambassadors placed on the earth to be able to establish praise so he can bring dominion, right? And he brings that through us. But we have to recognize that he works with us as ambassadors. And so in, <laughs> I know that's hilarious. Um, <laughs> um, it's our job. And so he's going like, Angie, do you understand the power of, of laughter? And, um, and he was revealing like, you, you got a demon on your back. You've got a couple before you and I could feel it. I could feel the pressure like on, on my, my neck area, especially. And, and I like to call it stress. And he's like, it's demonic, you know? And he's like, but, but your laughter will shatter the, the enemy stronghold. And oh my gosh, I was not happy about it. You know, it, it's because have you ever been in a situation where someone's trying to be like super stern and like, and, or, or let me just say it like this. I have a child who you can't really correct. You can't be stern with because it provokes giggles in her. And she's, she was like this her entire life. And, um, and she could get out of trouble by laughter all the time. I mean, this was, this is a power that is, is in her, like it is part of who she is. And, um, she would get out of all kinds of trouble because she would just begin to laugh at you. And it would, at first it would make you so angry. And so that's what this was like with God coming at me and telling me, I just need you to release some laughter. I'm like, I don't want to release laughter. (laughs) I want to be mad. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> and, and then even being like 
embarrassed about like, this is fake, you know? <laughs> like, if I release laughter right now, it's not even real. And, um, but the thing is, is he's the author of laughter. And so who am I to judge whether I, it's fake or real? He just wanted me to release laughter. And, and all it took was a couple of ha ha's. And, and, and then it just all gave way because that the enemy doesn't like joy. You know, like the, the, our, our, the enemy, the defeated one, he doesn't like joy because it reminds him of the, of the victory, you know, like it's already been won. Yeah. So yes, praise breaks, hosting your own praise fest. And that requires a sound mind because so often it's, it's in our, our weak mindedness that we want to retreat in the middle of opposition. Yeah. And, um, just thinking about like the whole go before, you know, like even in those instances where like you weren't feeling like laughing, you weren't feeling like it, but when you went before you knew it's like going before the feeling like taking that action and then being able to see that breakthrough coming and and rushing in, just like when we don't feel like it, like we need to do it anyways. Yeah. We need to do all the things anyways, even when we don't feel like, yeah, do it mad, (laughs) do it mad, do it sad, do it you know, tired, scared. Do, do it scared, <laughs> like just, just to do it anyways. And, and know that like, actually like our feelings are, are, they lie to us. Like we can't, they're so wishy-washy. Like we mm-hmm. cannot base that on it, but knowing that he establishes his throne and the praises of his people, like that's a guarantee. Like yeah. that's what, that's what will happen. Cause he said so, and he yeah. doesn't lie. Right. So, well, so if we can just, and just knowing like how hard it is to step into that, like it's knowing that, um, I think you said it or someone, maybe it was yesterday about how, um, how oftentimes the enemy, like what he's covering up. Oh no, I think it was Sunday yeah. is actually promises. Like that's what the enemy is, is, is trying to cover up is the promises. So if we just press into it, even when we're not feeling like it, like, like there's just so much that is there available that is beyond what we can see. But I feel like when we press into it and we take those steps, then we will be able to see and experience what's been hidden. Right. Yeah. And, and the thing is, is we were created to subdue the earth and have dominion. That's, I mean, that's what Genesis tells us at, at, at the creation point when God spoke us into existence, he did so so that we would subdue the earth and take dominion. And so that's the big, the big P promise, right? That, that it's, it's ours, that the earth is ours to steward, to have dominion over and, um, and to steward well. And, and so we have, if you, if you will, you know, consider squatters, you know, squatters take things that aren't theirs, but they're not occupied, right? Because we actually haven't done a good job at subduing and taking dominion. So they, they've come in and they, they've squatted to take unoccupied land. And so they're sitting on our promise. And it's not just the, the big picture either. I, I, the, the enemy is, is, has come to kill, steal and destroy, but. God has come to give us life and, and life more abundantly, life full till, whichever translation you prefer. I mean, I don't think that we can out imagine God on that one. So, um, you know, 
have your way with that. Um, <laughs> pressed down, <laughs> shaken, and, and overflowing, right? Like these are his his promises. And um, and and one of the things that God has revealed to me over the years is that the enemy always overplays his, his hand because he only has access to lies, and a lie is only available to cover up truth, and and truth sits on promises. And mm-hmm. so, yes. The, the enemy is operating from our promise. And, and you see this even when um, Moses sends spies into the land. And, and you know, are there 10 or 12? I can't ever remember. <laughs> Doesn't matter. But um, all but two come back with the report that, oh my gosh, there's giants in the land. And one of the things that they said was that we were like ants in our own minds, mm-hmm. which is telling right? It's not like, um, that wasn't revelation that they gained from, from the heavens. Like, oh my gosh, look how small we are by comparison. But then we know that Joshua and Caleb came back with the report of the the other guys are are whining about the size of the giants in the land and Joshua and Caleb are looking at the fruit. So it's, what is your mind capable of seeing? Are you one who is fixated on the enemy or are you one who's fixated on the fruit? One is provision by God and one is a tactic to scare you. Yep. And the thing is, is when we focus on, on the enemy, then we appear as ants in our own minds. We look small, we feel small and we act small. Yep. So our minds need to get right. Yeah. And also, uh, I was just thinking about that, like how you said what you're fixated on and see, it's like, you know, the enemy, all that's all around us, right? There's all these distractions, all these things. And one of the things that you shared Sunday was about putting on the garment of his word. And so I feel like, like that just really did echo and like hit me too, is that that is, that's the roadmap. That's the way to, uh, to having that transformed mind, to mm-hmm. having that sound mind is to just to be in, in his word, to be reading his word, to get, to know what, who we are, know his promises. And that the more we do that, you know, that we're just gonna, you know, I don't know, watch out, watch out world, because it's true. Like, like this is, this is like a mirror. I mean, how huh, that's a funny uh, but it is a mirror. It's, it's, it's visual. Um, like we just have access to, to who God is through yeah. reading this and it helps, it will definitely help. And I, I'm all over the place. Sorry, but it's a little distracting. Ah. Um, but to consider like, um, how often, like, I think, oh, I should read, oh, I should read my Bible, but I don't. Like, and it's like a laziness, but I knew if, if I was to go and do that, if I was just even to pick this up, you can read like one or two lines and all of a sudden you feel energy or you feel encouraged or you feel hope or you feel nearness to the Lord. Like all of that comes from opening this up and allowing it to, um, shift my thoughts, shift, shift, you know, it just does, it just changes everything. So I do think that is just such a key. Um, a key thing right now is to wear the garments of his word. Mm, 
That's so good. And, and so that, that came from the, the word that God had given us for 2023. And, and he started off telling us like, you know, into the wardrobe and it it was kind of like this Narnia thing, (laughs) but it was like into the wardrobe. And, and he, he said, consume the garments, like do not just put them on, consume the garments. And what God was showing me is, is that our spirit man clothes itself in the scripture, mm-hmm. which is such a fun picture. If you, if you consider like every time that I invest in myself by reading scripture, I am digesting it to clothe, to put clothes on my spirit. And, and my spirit needs to be like the, the buff leading lady, you know, and um, she, she needs to be sound and, um, or, or he, whatever it, <laughs> but it, irregardless of that, um, it's, it's scripture that becomes the garments that our spirit is wearing and that affects our minds. Amen. So Amen. anyway, shall we wrap this up? Sure. Well, thank you, first of all, for for having a conversation with me about this. It's it's um it's exciting to consider what it is. And I, and I said this earlier in the week and maybe even on Sunday, but I don't feel like this is one of those things where God is saying, this is a promise. If you'll pursue it kind of thing, I feel like this is more of a demand. You will have a sound mind. And so we just need to get in step and, and be asking him, you know, create in me the desire to pursue you through your word so that I can have that washing that that's promised. He says that he'll wash us with the water of his word and yeah. the way that, that he words us. And it's so beautiful in, in Ephesians where he's, he's comparing himself to a husband and, and saying, and this is how I treat my bride. I care for her with the washing of the water of the word. He cleanses us. He pursues us with the washing of the water of the word. And I think that, that the, what's tripped us up, especially in the grace camp is we, we've so far swung one direction because we we have the revelation that it, it's not the the Father, Son, and Holy Scriptures, right? That that we you know we were like oh so fierce about it. it's Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. We want to see Holy Spirit unleashed in people and in churches across America, and 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 so we 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 kind of like set the Scripture aside a little bit. Not that we didn't you know go there, but we didn't consume. We weren't hungry for, and and we didn't we didn't hold fast to the revelation of the power of scripture. Also, so it's it's not in elevating, you know, scripture to take the word's place or Holy Spirit's place, but it's it's realizing that the three in one utilizes scripture as a tool for our benefit. Amen. I also just want to add this quick because you just reminded me of it. But when you said like he's almost demanding it, mm-hmm. um, Paul didn't have a choice really when he got, you know, knocked off. Glorious takedown. Yeah. Glorious <laughs> takedown. So that's just like, like, yes, like let's, you know, I mean, allow God to have a glorious takedown. But I also think the flip side of that is knowing that like, it's a guarantee. Like mm-hmm. if we just do what he is saying, like mm-hmm. it's a guarantee that he's going to take us down 
and and then lift us up and and that sound mind is is a guarantee it is a promise that we have we have and have the mind of christ available to us Mm -hmm. yeah and the thing is is like we are his investment you know Mm -hmm. and 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 so it's like all we have to do is be like holy spirit give me the desire give me the ache give me the hunger for scripture and, and help me to see what it is that you want me to see. He's not going to not do it. You no. know, like <laughs> it, it, it's for his glory that, that we do so. And so, you know, he's going to partner with us in that. And, and, you know, if you want, you can ask, uh, give me that road to Damascus takedown, you know, <laughs> if, if you so desire, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> pray wild prayers if you want. <laughs> Like he's going to meet you mm-hmm. and he's going to do more, far more than that. I mean, he's the, he's the God who stoops low. He's the God who runs. And, um, and, and so it, all of this originates in him mm-hmm. and, and it's unto him. So start somewhere. I like that. You've got to start somewhere. Probably a first great step is locate your Bible. <laughs> 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 I went through a season of my life where, um, where I was like sleeping with my Bible. I, I would put it under my pillow and I was just being ridiculous, but it, it meant something to me. I, I wanted to, to hunger and to thirst for, for the things of God. And, and that it starts here. It starts mm-hmm. by consuming the right things and, and, we are in a consumer time where we have access to just about anything in a microwave moment. And, um, and so we have to be careful. Yeah. What it is that we're feeding ourselves. So ingest the garments of his word. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love that. That's such a fun picture, isn't it? Mm -hmm. All right. I'm going to pray for us. Okay. I just, I thank you for, I thank you for hunger. I thank you for the hunger for righteousness, for the things that benefit us and that benefit the kingdom and that bring glory to you. And so I just, I, I ask Holy Spirit that you would create in us a desire for what it is that, that you have for us and, and bless us, God. We just thank you for your hand on our lives in Jesus name. Amen. 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 Uh, Thank you for having me. Yes. Have a blessed weekend and we'll see you Sunday morning. Bye everyone.